0: hey guys it's me jen
1: and i'm liam and welcome to unlimited time magic where the magic is you enjoy the episode and we'll see you on mainstream liam
0: whenever
1: you noise.
0: whenever you say it's going to be a shorter episode we always end up it's like it's like we know somehow we end up rambling on longer than expected
1: what christmas song is the most annoying jen
0: Uh, Christmas Shoes is annoying. Can you give Um, me an eight bar of that? uh, uh, Please, sir, I gotta buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's
1: Christmas
0: time and these shoes are just her style. Wow.
1: God, why haven't we done? Because there's a new Dolly Parton Christmas special on NBC, yeah. <gasps> and but where's I'll my Jennifer Coolidge fine. one? Also, she sang on Kelly Clarkson the other day. She's Lord like, 80, it's like
0: a- yeah, she's and old.
1: she sounds great. And I'm like,
0: you know why? Because she didn't never have s- any
1: single key.
0: No, you know why she's so amazing? Why? She never had any children.
1: Yeah, she's like Miley's enough. My Cyrus, you know, my goddaughter.
0: Her goddaughter. She's Um, good. What a wild
1: voice. It's so cool. It's so cool. But also Kelly Clarkson, man, what a bang. She's released some Christmas bangers in the last five years. They all kind of sound like last Christmas, but that's fine. I don't care. But um, I feel like I go back to the film of White Christmas. Like that is my pinnacle of the Christmas sound. Right. And if any voice puts me to sleep in the best way possible, it's Rosemary Clooney yeah in that movie like how does somebody sound that warm not a single cigarette probably
0: well and she's so um her story of you know coming up through big bands and being just a vocalist and then becoming an actor and getting her chops in with so many amazing jazz musicians she is the gold standard like just
1: I can't even tone. like literally yeah. and I feel like A lot of people ask me, they're like, what's like something missing from like contemporary music? And I'm like, but there's a lot of really, really cool young artists that are like creating their own sounds. Right. It's like, there was back in the day, like all you needed was tone and like Rosemary Clooney was just tone. Well, she was also
0: a consummate musician, you know, I mean, she understood composition and yeah, she's a legend. Rest in peace, Rosemary. Legend. This
1: is literally... This is literally your sign, listeners, to please watch White Christmas. Um, oh yeah! Literally, welcome to episode twenty-two, two, two. Crazy! It's like two
0: thousand twenty-two.
1: <gasps> We're leaving it behind.
0: How is it really? How are we almost at twenty twenty-three? That this this year has been like a blink. This year has felt so fast. My mind is truly boggled and I don't even know what happened. I just feel like I turned a corner and it's the next year.
1: I don't either. We have, you know, the last few episodes, we have really talked about uh, what we're grateful for, including our work and each other and our growth and like things that are changing constantly in this world. Uh And I love when y'all interact with us on YouTube in the comment section. There has been, I, I read them this morning. Uh, but I worked early. Uh, I read them. I haven't responded yet, but some really beautiful comments from last week's episode. So we thank you for listening to it.
0: Yeah. And we're recording this just so you don't think that Liam is being remiss. We do always read y'all's comments, but we're recording this literally the day that last week's episode came out. Super early. Yeah. I'm traveling. By the time this goes up, I'll be back, but I'm traveling to California and I'm leaving tomorrow. And so um, my, you know, schedule's, Schedules are crazy for Liam and I anyway trying right. to sync up and now with with me traveling with his schedule changing which the good and the bad about having a flexible schedule is you have a flexible schedule so right. things tend to just be all over the place so thank you Liam for acquiescing to my nutty schedule that I couldn't make our normal time this week but but
1: I mean it's what's great is that like we're both being presented opportunities that are very very different you know what I mean than our normal status quo almost right and I had a conversation today with one of my managers just about the idea of Disney is now becoming my socialization which is a really funny thing to think about it's like oh this isn't my work anymore right which is kind of great because you don't take it too seriously and sometimes disney you should not take it too seriously because you You go crazy
0: well and i think you could always take your work seriously but you should never take yourself too seriously right like that's where i think people go wrong she
1: journals about yeah that's true then the forge tm
0: it's true it's
1: why the people pay her a consulting fee via jenniferleforge.com that's true. That's a, my, I thought about the other day, whenever I see Jennifer, it feels awful. Like it feels not you. Now,
0: well, it is now, my name.
1: So, but when did you go, were you always Jen? No. When as a kid? Oh, you were Jennifer no. as a kid.
0: I was never a Jenny. Um, I was Jenna. I, I was Jenna Um, to, and God, I still waitress. am
1: Jenna to
0: Scott so oh,
1: wait that's so sweet that's so yeah. nice
0: so scott never hardly ever no he does call me jen but he mostly calls me jenna and sometimes calls me winifred
1: which i really didn't know because fun fact listeners Jen and i have now known each other for what a year and a half Seventeen
0: thousand years
1: 17 1800 yeah. bc yeah. yeah and yeah. before christmas and <laughs> um scott and i still haven't had dinner like we still haven't sat down and had dinner which is so i know but sad, he feels
0: but... like he knows you and you know he li- he never watches my videos but he listens to the podcast every week every week like he loves the podcast Aww. so i don't think it's gonna be i don't think when you do finally meet him which it's i not gonna be I don't, weird i don't think it will be weird because i think no. he feels like he already knows you and it's very strange right. to me that that you haven't met but i feel like
1: we i have created scott's image In uh, almost idolization of, I've created him as a meme. Like he is Scott, (laughs) he's your like husband, but the husband like it's almost like the the husband that never speaks. And he's like, and like we move on. We're like, great, thanks, Scott.
0: Well, you know what? It's man that doesn't speak. I just shared. Dolly Parton was just talking about this on her Instagram account. It was some interview with her, and she was saying that when I was young, Mama always told me keep a little something back for yourself. Give everything you have, but also always keep a little something for yourself. And that's why I've always kept my husband private. And I've always had a little bit of my life that was just for me. So that is kind of how I feel about Scott. Like it, and, and I know, and my boys too, right. I know that it would be very commercially viable. In fact, I went to Athens today to meet my son that's graduating. Oh my gosh. In like a week when this, um, podcast goes up.
1: Congratulations.
0: Double major. So proud of him. Amazing. Amazing. Um, English uh, major and women's studies is his second major. He's an ally. He's amazing. Absolutely adore him. But he was in the video for like 30 seconds. And I was so excited because I was like, he's going to be in the video. Um, But they just, this is not, they are so proud of me. Like I never want people to think that because they don't want to be on the channel that they aren't supporting the work that i do my kids are working for me all the time like one of my sons is doing like my de facto bookkeeping and they're constantly giving me product ideas and and helping like build the brand and all that stuff so they definitely are supportive they just don't like being in front of the camera which i totally on, on
1: top of it it's like i'm figuring this out too that it's like as an artist especially and as a content creator specifically supporting you is supporting your channel like it just is because you know and I always tell Jen this specifically talking about like time and management which we're always every season we hope we I hope at least that we get closer and closer to the most ideal time usage and time management which I think we have gotten I think we've gotten quite good at it but it's like time and energy is literally your business. Like that is literally your currency. So it's like when you have people reinvesting in you, which I think is really beautiful and really important, I think to talk about for the holiday season, finding people. And I'm even thinking about that. You know, people say this all the time. Are you watering dead plants? Like, are you watering, you know, as more specifically with family members? It's like, they're kind of with you, like, (laughs) all the time
0: well i think too when you when you come from some dysfunction uh, right. relational you tend to find yourself in relationships where either you're doing all the taking or you're giving doing all the giving and right, i think right. finding balance in that um when you come from a lot of codependency and family enmeshment which is a big word Ooh, and if you Jen. haven't been in, in therapy a lot Um, It's, it's enmeshment and it's, it's, I'm doing this, it's family members that there's not well-defined boundaries. Mm -hmm. So you weren't really modeled that growing up. So it's very difficult to model that in relationships and things that you will find hurtful really aren't. Um, or things that where you will feel used or taken advantage of. it's because you have not set up the boundary correctly. So
1: or communicated it's, it's a, it, right?
0: It's a very um, it's an interesting journey. It's like you have to heal from some things first, but then you kind of look around and you're like, yikes, I don't know that I'm a normally functioning friend. Like I don't right. know that I know how to have a healthy, friendship, let alone like romantic partner. Right. But like right. just a, just a regular friendship where there are appropriate give and take and appropriate mm. boundaries, um, that it takes a minute. It's like relearning things. So
1: and it's, yeah. and it's hard too. Cause it's like, great. What's the, what's the difference between relearning and gaslighting yourself? Yeah, And it's like, it's, and I am going through it right now. Best piece of advice, trial and error. <laughs>
0: Well, and you have to have friends that are emotionally mature, right? Um, I will say that you, you learn that a lot of times the people in your life that are the most fun, um, and, and that's okay. You can have friends that are just fun to go out with. Right. But they may not be, um, they may not have the capacity for much emotional depth. Right. And you have to find people in your life that you can go there with, that you can have the and deeper I conversations. We I think
1: we, well, one, we built an entire podcast around that. Well, um, we built
0: this city on rock and roll.
1: Um, I think it should be higher, Rick, higher, higher, higher Um <laughs> We have not only built a, a business, we built a podcast around that, but we also, I don't know, we're both idiots too, which is fine. Correct. Because it's like the reason that we're idiots is because like it's almost like the clown analogy is like we don't laugh, we're gonna cry. Well, so- Marcus
0: Aurelius said that the the beginning of all wisdom is humility. So it where I don't know that we're idiots. I think that we know what we don't know, and I actually think that that is where you become a person who can question and be curious and ask. If you think you already know everything, you you have that that's oh, not maturity and wisdom. So that's. A huge part of why I like this podcast because we can ask good questions, serious questions, and sometimes not serious questions, like the topic of
1: today's podcast. Which is? Which uh, is? I talked to a few of my friends on Instagram at Unlimited Time Magic. And I kind of thought, you know, with Christmas, you know, I, you know, not only Christmas, we're talking about Hanukkah, we're talking about the holiday season, y'all, right after Christmas, y'all, what happens? Well, Kwanzaa and Mm -hmm. Kwanzaa into the new year. year. Mm -hmm. And what are your thoughts and feelings of New Year's resolutions? Are you not it? I am constantly under construction. So I see no difference between January and February, you know? Yeah,
0: I think New Year's resolutions are just self- they're just, you're just setting yourself up for failure. I just have never found them to be helpful. I I do enjoy looking at a fresh year and dreaming. I mean, obviously from a business perspective, I'm going to plan out goals and objectives, but as far as like resolutions, I just think it's a sucker's bet. I really do. I, I why? Again,
1: it's like, i always thought about that too like when people are like trying to start a new health journey i'm like listen whatever you need to find inspiration go right ahead if you see a spark go right ahead brother
0: and but, the calendar is just invented by the romans anyway it doesn't even have
1: like come on spaceship earth
0: yeah thank the phoenicians i don't know thank,
1: thank the phoenicians oh by
0: the way guess who's inspirited
1: is it judy dench
0: J- Dame
1: J- James Dame Judy. Dame, Dame, <laughs> Dame Judy Dench no. Yeah Okay Anyway Um Anyways Speaking of Space of Earth Um <laughs> we, I took a some research off of the internet of several things coming to the Walt Disney World Disney World particularly there's some uh across the seas parks and some Disneyland stuff um of things supposed to be coming within the next I'd say four to six months of the new year okay. um and let me pull up let me pull this up right now
0: now uh i have not read i have no idea what he's going to say so whatever comes out of my mouth next i cannot be held accountable for because i have not been able to prep for this at
1: all i do have not some sour news but i have a lot of friends who went over to uh tron light cycle run because they are doing what they call test and adjust which is like adjusting the ride um and they said that the ride was 2 minutes long <laughs> so that is our first number 1 it is uh becoming a part of the new tomorrowland of course uh i think the goal is spring of next year correct and it looks kind of done um i will probably be there for cast member preview i hope i'm still with the company by then but i mean who's to say um i mean i did cuz did you no you haven't been over to shanghai yet have you
0: my son has, but I have not.
1: Has he ridden this ride? He has. And did he like it?
0: He did. It, it,
1: and that's it. Um.
0: You know, well, you know, the thing is, I mean, my train. To your son. Yeah, mine train is excruciatingly short. And we still all love that's that ride. Trade.
1: That's a great point. I think. I
0: think my train is shorter than two minutes. Like it's yeah, absurdly short.
1: short. I, the, I don't we're terrible people to talk about attractions. Because I'm just like I, I don't care. Um yeah. I really don't. I'm excited for when I do ride it. Um, it does look fun. Uh I wish there was a little bit more size inclusivity. Inclusivity? Inclusivity. Mm-hmm. Am mm-hmm. I right, Jen? In the word in the word. Yeah, inclusivity
0: is correct. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because
1: I, I'm gonna guess it's like flight of passage that if they don't fit and hear one click within the in the you yeah. know the bicycle ride. Right. Uh, they cannot ride it. So that yeah, kind of stinks. Bad. Um, however, the minute that Tron goes up, I want Space Mountain to have a refurb, a big one, yeah. a massive one, because Jen and I did ride Space Mountain at Mickey's Not So Scary this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And it was probably the scariest thing I've ever seen. And not because it was like, ooh, in the dark. Scary because that ride hurt. Yeah. Yeah. It hurt, it's bad. It wasn't fun. I yeah. do not enjoy it.
0: And the one, it, the, the one in Paris is better. And you know what's funny is the one in Paris is um, much more intense. You know, the one in Paris has a inversion and it's, yeah, it has a it's, loop and has a yeah, launch. It's a big deal. Um, so it's not that the ride is intense. It's just clunky. It's just clunky. And so it hurts like Matterhorn hurts at special, this point. But like
1: Matterhorn is, like, oh, pretty. <laughs> it's just a like Yeah, the at dark. least you've got,
0: yeah. Oh my gosh. So speaking of Matterhorn, so um I can say this because we get we'll be back on Thursday and this won't go up until Saturday, which is not always crazy. Like when you think I you know, when you're looking forward to a trip and then you're like planning things for when you get yeah. back and you're like, oh, that's yuck. I'm but anyway.
1: done. Okay, cool. Yeah,
0: cool. <laughs> it's like it never <laughs> happened. <laughs> hey, I um, shouldn't, I shouldn't even go. slash <laughs> flash forward to next week. But um Nothing is closed except for Tarzan's treehouse. My son was cracking me up because we were looking at the list and he's like, "Okay, so what's under refurbishment?" I'm like, "Tarzan's treehouse." He's like, "Why are we even going?"
1: <laughs> I said, "And son, I gave you one thing, and that was a sense of humor. That's and right. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm Cheers. jealous because every single time I've gone to Disneyland the last two years, it's like there's stuff. been of closed. One. Yeah, it's either Indy. Indy was closed two trips before Matterhorn yep. was closed. I'm happy that nothing, nothing's nothing been closed. Present yeah. Jen, I'm so happy you had a great trip. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, Tron, Light Cycle. Can't wait for an original idea. Moving on. Um, yeah. Okay, I'd love, a lot of this is travel-based. So I'd actually love your okay. opinion on this. Uh, on social media, they just released, uh, in the Polynesian, they released some of those. I can't say it because I have uh, the service here in my room right now the Hey disney echo device yeah
0: okay i saw that yep
1: and it does look fun yeah it just looks like what is it actually going to do other than like tell you what the temperature is outside
0: yeah yeah like i it again this is one of those things where of late Um, Just the regular phone has been struggling in Disney hotel rooms. So So I'd love
1: love you to fix the landline.
0: I'd love to be able to like call down to housekeeping to get some extra toilet paper before you bring in like, can, can Mickey say good morning? Oh, I don't know. Can Mickey pop on down and get me some toilet paper? That'd be awesome. So, you know, it's- it's I'm on
1: the toilet, Mickey. (laughs) Not a part of this list, but I do want to talk about because I'm really excited about it. And it doesn't affect me in the slightest. Thank God the Disneyland ECVs are coming to world. Oh, those beautiful colors. They're smaller. They fit better. The battery life is great. And I understand logistically that it, it's like it's tough to do a complete rehaul of an ecv like it is expensive so like, do a,
0: they not allow third-party easy ecvs at disneyland like because a lot of people rent those from third parties
1: question. i think i'm not sure because all i remember seeing is the pretty small ones that i know that's rent. why
0: i'm wondering i'm wondering if they no longer there, allow it's
1: like 60 dollars so yeah guess.
0: i know but i'm expensive. saying maybe they don't allow third-party ecvs in there i don't know
1: somebody fact check i bet somebody one of our listeners does check us out on instagram tell us because we won't look it up um our next fantastical um announcement which we all are very i'm very excited about we've talked about it on the show before is the railroad coming back to disney world i don't even remember like i don't remember writing it i'm gonna be honest with you uh disney world could not remember the last time i rode the railway. In the slightest yeah, seven years, it, maybe like it's been a while.
0: It's been a minute and I've written it obviously at Disneyland, um, oh, it's the best but season. I'm just really ready for it to come back. I also think um, we've just had some things. We've had some people eating things that have, you know what I'm betting. I'm betting that they're coinciding the railway
1: with Splash on. Mountain Closure. Ooh, no, because it was announced. Look at Jen bringing up news.
0: Yeah. I I know how to transition, baby. So the um the whole thing with, you know, I'm not a parks logistics expert. Right. However, there is a certain amount of people that each attraction eats. Right. Mm-hmm. So you've got X amount of thousands of people in the Everest show building at any given time. You've got X amount of thousands of people in this building at any given time. When you have more than one of those things down at once, you just, there's not enough space to fit everybody. So a lot of times when you're in the parks and it was rated as a not crowded day, and we talked about this, I think last week, it all of a sudden feels like a very, very, very crowded day. And you're like, what's going on? Well, then you find out that two major attractions are closed at the same time. Yeah. So that was the problem we had at Animal Kingdom when um, Festival of the Lion King and Finding Nemo were both down, right? Because those things are people eaters. They right. hold a tremendous amount of people for a fairly long period of time, which allows everything else to kind of, you fluctuate. know, fill in. Correct. So the train is a great example of that because that's a people eater that goes around and is constantly, you know, eating people and spitting them back out. Boy, I make Disney sound like a scary place.
1: You know what I need more of? What? I want a special episode of unlimited time magic meant just for me. I want a great community. I want voting privileges. And sometimes I want to be harassed by Liam Bunn and all of that can be yours.
0: You know what I want? What? For you never to do that voice again, and also to be in the shot. (laughs) So seriously, we would love it if you would join us on Patreon, but there's no pressure. I'm holding sunscreen because Liam just bought it for me, but yeah, there's no no pressure. There's no
1: pressure, but you might get, think of Patreon as your own sunblock. Without us, you could survive, but you'd be burned.
0: We cannot do what we do without you,
1: doobie-doo. You can find our Patreon by searching in the search engine at patreon.com or in our link tree found in our Instagram. For as little as $5 a month, you get one bonus episode every single month, behind-the-scenes footage, helpful tricks and hints to your favorite parks, and one really great community. Links can be found in the link tree. January 23rd. Right. Bye. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. I really don't. Will I ride it again? i'll probably ride it once before it leaves but i i really don't care like i first off i never ride that ride anyways i will now ride it uh, it's Tiana's this ride, this ride has
0: has been you know the it, it we've said we all said goodbye to its current iteration what 53 years ago like we're we're done like we're all done move along it's we're ready like for you, tiana we're ex- like
1: Literally, and it's not like you like these characters, people. You no, you don't you don't even know these characters. Like, and and I will say I don't even know their last. Names.
0: I don't even know their last names. I don't mind the music. I really don't. It's cute. cute. It's snappy. Fine. Um, there are things about it that I don't hate, but it's time. Um, once I did my, you know, and we've talked about this. No one even if you haven't already done your own research on this, then I don't even know what to tell you. But the it's time, and
1: it's, it's just time. well it past time.
0: Doesn't and matter. we need to move on. And I just, yeah.
1: I'm pumped. And I'm pumped for the railway. I'm pumped Send. for all of it. Let's move on. Yep. Um, we have a lot of uh, different statues coming uh, not only to Epcot. We have the, I don't know if it's called the partner stat. It's the Walt statue. Yes, that's
0: what you uh, listen to our podcast for. Exciting things like statues. statues. We're going to talk about
1: statues. Statues, statues of statues. limitations. Statue statue statues of rights. <laughs> um <laughs> i i but i i am i love a good statue i do and there's a few walt statues coming there's one at epcot i think it's called the dreamer statue
0: cool cool
1: um i think not entirely sure there's a mosquito in my house um uh and also there's uh, a new walt statue coming to hong kong so that's fun nice um and i'm excited it's cute and did i not know that there was a roy is that his name roy disney mm-hmm. there was a roy disney statue at mk i didn't know
0: yeah yeah there is
1: it's his park yes
0: know. yes poor roy he did not want to do that either you no. know
1: he said just leave me alone
0: i know um, he did not want to do guess that Guess what?
1: we will we will leave him alone i
0: know because i read disney wars so i know stuff
1: <laughs> just well, saying anyways <laughs> um uh, now jen
0: this Liam. is a part
1: of this is a part of your journey on youtube okay run disney coming back
0: yeah um
1: doesn't care look at her
0: what do you mean run disney coming back oh to california
1: because run disney's
0: already back are you talking about to california because they did announce that at d23 oh yeah sure yeah
1: um have you ever done run disney at disneyland
0: many many times
1: oh she's like i have a
0: problem uh, i'm trying to okay why I, I have a love-hate relationship with Run Disney. The love part is I love when it gets people moving that wouldn't otherwise. I love that it makes things like half marathons and marathons approachable. Yeah. I love the community of it. I love the runners themselves. Love, 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 love. Always will. Always will support those runners, all of the things. Uh, however, Um, over the years, I saw the field get more and more and more and more crowded. Um, there are things about it that I really dislike. Um, and it, it is one of those things that I felt like became uh, financially. Um, so in general, large races never make money. They just don't, they're not set up that way. They're usually, they barely break even. And I'm talking New York city marathon. Now, New York city marathon is sort of a poor example because it does bring in a lot of money to the local area, right? Right. But races themselves are not profit-earning situations. And and quite frankly, I don't think they should be. So I feel that Run Disney, as the prices went up and I feel that the experience went down as they allowed more and more runners into the field. Now, post-pandemic, it has been slightly better um, from what I've been hearing, uh, but I don't participate anymore. And I just, it remains to be seen. You know, the issue with California is you are running in a residential neighborhood. Uh, California is not like Florida. Um, You're out in the streets of Anaheim. People are sleeping. (laughs) I mean, you know, so it's a very different experience.
1: You're not in the
0: parks very long at all when you run in California. You're, You're in the parks for maybe like in the half marathon, I want to say you're in the parks for two miles of the race, and the rest of it. That's you're, how big the park is. That's how, exactly the rest of it. You're in
1: the city you, of Anaheim. You go backstage.
0: You do go backstage, and you run along the canal there, that's by um, the the stadium, which is really oh, cool. a cool moment. Um, at least this is the way it used to be, and then you actually run through downtown Anaheim. It is a great place to run the weather is generally temperate and it's very flat so in that regards it's great and it's also great for east coast runners because you have time on your side right so you're flying back three hours and it's really easy to get up and and do all that so um but i just i i don't love it actually as a race medium um like i used to i just think it got too crowded too expensive very um unattainable financially for most people. Right. And um yeah. So that's my that's my
1: opinion. I love that. Well yeah. Disneylanders. Yeah. I love Disneylanders. Um oh, we do love the Disneylanders. I yes. do. Um have fun with Run Disney, but I don't think we'll be yeah. there anytime soon. Um yeah. I I will leave this right here. Um the Figman meet and greet going to Epcot.
0: Yeah. <sighs> So you know that I don't do meet and greets anyway, so I have no opinion on this. Like it's I'm just
1: hilarious because I can drag Jen somewhere, and she hates it. But I, she, I, sorry, but you're gonna meet this character.
0: I haven't even met Mickey. Probably the last time I met Mickey was five years ago. If I don't happen, tell me that. if I happen to see Mickey, right? great. If, if something like I was at a, at a bloggers event a while ago and Mickey and Minnie were there. This was, um, uh, before the pandemic, I think it was the last year that I did the full marathon. Um, and I was at a Cigna event and they had Mickey and Minnie. So of course, do you know what I mean? Like if it's a, if it's, a, if it's easy for me to do it, great. I'm not waiting in a line to meet a character. I'm sorry. I'm just not like ever. I
1: I love Scrooge. I just,
0: it's, Hey, listen. You
1: love spirited. You see spirited me sitting on-
0: Don't say I'm Scrooge because here's why. You will see me sitting on a bench, people watching and just admiring like the magic that is Disney all day, every day and having no problem with that whatsoever. So it's right. just that this, it it is, I like who the characters are in my brain. I don't need to, like, I like the imagination piece it of is it. It's different, yeah. And it I was different. even this way as a kid, by the way. I didn't even like to meet like Santa. Like I'm fine. No, she stuck with... up
1: two middle fingers to Santa. That's how Jen got, <laughs> can't go to the Burbank Mall. It's true. She's actually yeah. banned. Can't go banned. to the
0: but... can't go to the Burbank Mall ever again because of that whole situation. It's, so
1: whole situation. I
0: like who people are in my imagination more than, than they in,
1: in real life. And we'll take that to the therapy session. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a figment girl. Never have been. Um... I I do
0: love Figment though. I really do. I just don't want to meet Figment. Like, there's all kinds of. I need Figment
1: to stay as a Figment on my imagination. My imagination. Um. Yeah, I know where Figment's gonna go, and it'll be fine. I. I just don't care. Um. (laughs) uh, I just. I just don't. I was like, Figment, stay in the past. Yeah. Um. And everyone's gonna go. Where's Dreamfinder? And I'm gonna go. Everyone needs to calm down.
0: Um, they need to go find that guy that goes always goes to the um, Halloween party dressed as Dreamfinder, carrying a figment. He looks amazing. I said He's we should fun. hire him.
1: Yeah. Um World of Frozen coming to Hong Kong. Cool. Do you like Frozen? I love. I love the Frozen documentary better than Frozen the films. The making of okay. Frozen too. It's my favorite. Yeah.
0: Do I like Frozen? Okay.
1: So. The big question, yes, that
0: you guys want to know. I, you have to understand when Frozen very first came out, to take my boys to see it as one of, well, really, yeah, you know, one of the first movies that had a female protagonist that was not a romantic lead. Right. Um, it's a very big deal. Uh, it was a very big deal to have a female focused action film, which Frozen truly is, um, at least, well, they both are, but certainly the original um lots of really good things about the storyline love the music love the talent behind it of course it's been overdone as we tend to do we tend to you know beat that dead horse forever and ever um the the new it's funny because ever since I went to the Arendelle restaurant on The Wish I've had a better appreciation for Frozen 2 Um, because they did such a great job with the storytelling there. It was just so immersive and so beautiful. And it actually made me feel more connected to the film, which by the way, kudos to great storytelling, right? That you could actually take something that should just be like a fandom moment, but instead make it for even someone that isn't a fan of that. And honestly, on The Wish, they did that with the Marvel restaurant too.
1: Honestly,
0: on Annesley, exactly. Um, the it They gave it more of the Norway, uh, the richness of the Norway piece of it. And it just right. kind of tied you more to the story. Right. Um, it gave it a lot of depth. And so I I like Frozen. <laughs> I don't love the commercial piece of all of that. Like I'm right. not gonna have like a Elsa or Anna or anything in my office or anything like that. But I, right. I do love the story, I do.
1: Uh, my favorite character is Oaken
0: yes big summer blowout blowout.
1: that's how i (laughs) talk to all of the patrons uh but it's true i yeah yeah, no i i've seen little depictions of what's going to be in this land over in hong kong was it yeah um and it looks beautiful. Like it really does look. I yeah. mean, and it's going to be exquisite to look at. It's going to be yeah. really, really beautiful. China
0: is just in general very, very problematic right now. And right. so it's an interesting juxtaposition with some of the human rights things that China is going through. Right. um That Disney is like, yeehaw, we're doing this in the theme parks. And it's like, interesting because there's some bad things going on in China. Yeah. So it will be interesting to see. And as I was telling Liam the other day, you know, Disney does not have a majority shareholding in right. the the uh, Chinese parks. Hong Kong, parks. Yeah. Um, Hong Kong I think and we Shanghai. Technically,
1: I think we technically own Shanghai.
0: No, I think it's the other way around. Oh, I think, really? I think Are you we... don't own Shanghai. They don't own Shanghai.
1: Oh they do me. own Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. Okay, that makes sense. I know one, so, it's like one of the, like we own 49% right. of the other and 51% of the yeah, other.
0: Yeah, it's, it, I am concerned for the future yeah. of the Disney Corporation in China. The fact that they were even there in the first place. China was very different when that all first happened than it is now. Right. It's problematic. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I tend to not. It's not that I tune out news about those particular parks. But, um, but giving
1: it time yeah. and affection isn't the most appropriate in your mind. I'm You're saying
0: like- it's an odd it's an odd thing saying, that
1: we all just kind of turn a blind eye to, but but a, a little lighter news. Uh, we have yeah. a brand new World of color coming in January, yeah. celebrating and... the hundredth Disney. A hundred is what it's called.
0: Yeah, about a hundred, about a uh, hundred. Um, but old Bonnie Hunt sketch cracked me up. You know Bonnie Hunt, right? Yeah, I love Bonnie she, Hunt. She, she used she do a thing? Yeah, everything, everything in my family growing up was in, in you know, from Chicago was about a hundred. Um, how how many of those do you think we need for the for the dinner oh about 100
1: very interested because I think Disney might be taking this as the opportunity of I think financially we're in a better place obviously from pre-pandemic so I'll be very interested how they're going to treat this 100th anniversary of mm-hmm. the of the studio I'm really excited because I think they're going to put what hopefully what we didn't get in from the uh, from the from our celebration here in Walt Disney World, I think they're gonna kind of put every, all their eggs in the basket for the hundredth because they have the they have the market, they have the backup to be like, yeah. hey, people are still here wanting this.
0: I would love to see uh, some more art emphasis. I think mm. this should highlight that, right? Because that's yeah. what we're talking about is a hundred years of the art of Disney. Like that's what started a hundred years art ago. Of animation. So Literally. exactly. So I'm hoping to see some, I don't buy a lot of merch, but when something is like, there are a few lines that I will get really into if it is really highlighting the artistic piece of things and not right. the, just the IP, right? Which it's all IP. So I don't mean that to sound,
1: but, but no, I know what you mean. You know what it
0: is? I like things in good taste.
1: Oh, anything and, artistic. I, I, there are film Disney films I don't love that if you present it to me in an artistic fashion.
0: Yes. Well, that's why I love uh, Grandestino Tower so much. That's why I love um, all of those kinds of things. Your experience uh, in Alani. Exactly. I'm very into the art storytelling connection. Mm-hmm. So my hope is that, and I don't mean it to sound like highbrow. I, don't, I That sounds ridiculous, but I'm very into that piece of thing. So hopefully some of that I'm I'm looking forward to the merch and I don't generally look forward to merch. I certainly wasn't looking forward to the merch for the 50th. To me, that's kind of like year specific merch, you know, it just doesn't right. get my blood flowing. But if you give me some really good solid pieces and we know that the substance is there to do that, um, we'll just see
1: what comes out I, of that. I so. think I think the hundredth with World of Color with because uh, we know we're, we will probably get a lot of that stuff as well. Um, I think it's just going to look really classy. Like, and I'm really excited for that because there was some really nice like Millennium stuff when I was a kid that wasn't necessarily like, didn't scream Frozen, didn't scream, you know what I mean? Didn't scream these big IPs. However, uh, they looked really classy and I feel like Disney didn't, you know, remember Tapestry of Nations? That wasn't kid-friendly. That was genuinely for adults. (laughs) Right. I still think it's like kind of quirky, a little strange, a little odd. It's okay if not everybody gets it. And I think, I think it does help that Iger is going to support more of the creative voice like we've mentioned so I, I think hope. those those risks are are bigger risks. hopefully will lead to bigger rewards I hope so, so. I'm yep. really really excited obviously we have uh Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway coming to Disneyland in 2023 yep that queue I'll go in it just for the queue the ride's going to probably be the same um yep. the queue but in the little toontown theater Oh, it's gonna look precious. I'm. Yeah, really excited. I'm, I'm
0: just excited because you know I've never loved, never loved Toontown ever since it first opened <laughs> when we were there when we were pass holders back when it first opened. Passholes. We were passholes. Um. You said, yeah. We, it's just it's 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 just it's it just never tacky. hit for me. It just never hit. So I'm and and I'm not alone in that. By the way, like it's Tell not them, the most enjoyable part of Disneyland Park. So. Sure, yeah. It getting a refurb is not a bad thing. I want to see that theater. I want to see shows in that theater again on a regular basis. The big ones. I want to see those big shows again. Love, love, love those. Um, I'm excited for that whole Toontown to be reopened. Uh, You know, Disneyland, I don't even know if you're talking about the DVC tower, but that should be up for sale pretty soon. And that's going to be pretty cool. So I'm hoping to stay there at some point. Um, With me. Maybe. Me. Okay. And...
1: Me. <laughs> like literally.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So well, yeah. That... I, I am
1: really excited. That is on the list, but we can talk about it now. It's great. I'm really excited for it. And I think. Um, I think, I think DVC people are ready for it. I think people are are just ready to experience, again, just a new offering. Uh, I oddly love Disneyland Hotel, like, a lot. It's odd how much I like it. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. I think it's going to be super, super fun. Um, yeah. Obviously, we have, because uh, everybody and their mother will talk about it. Um, we have, uh, what am I talking about? Oh, yeah. The magic happens parade is coming back to Disneyland. That was announced yep. for January, February, February. Yep. Um, that music slaps. Yeah. Have you heard that Todd Paul beat? I have. Yeah. I'm spl- yeah. I'm be free. Uh, there's
0: like, some the there's some good musical things happening that that make me really. really they're just happen. trusting,
1: they're trusting creatives that one aren't all white. 2 right. they're outside Disney people. They're people who yep. love Disney. They're us. Yep. So yep. it's like it's just so refreshing, and it's you have great creative minds leading the way, and and good things will come. Good things will come. Some really cool yep. things on Disney Plus, though. I think some of those Disney Plus things will change. Um, that's my that's my little rumor for you. Um, I think that was a a, a big reason why Mr. Chapek left.
0: I <laughs> know. I don't. I don't disagree with you, and I I brought this up. I, I brought this up when in my Patreon live stream, I was talking about this, about Apple buying part of Disney. Apple won't buy Disney. Um, regulators would never allow it. But there are some international uh, components of Disney in regards to the streaming service that Apple buying it would be actually a, a win-win for everybody. Because
1: Apple TV isn't like a huge, like you have spirited, you have the right. specialty of newsroom that came out. That was from Apple you have right. some success stories, but it's not like a Netflix or a Disney Plus. No, and
0: I really think that I could see that happening. I think regulators would love it, especially if it's the international components, and oh. which I can't remember the name of the international part of the streaming service, but it's different than what we have here in the US. Right. Um, I see that happening. I really do. And I don't think that that's, that rumor is just coming from one place. I think that he oversaw a lot of big mergers. And you know, it's it's funny to me, again, getting back to how we think that he has so much impact on the parks themselves. And I know that he has a love for the parks and I know that he has input about the parks, but there are so many bigger fish to fry. Like Disney Parks in this in the global scale of the Disney Corporation is such a small portion of the pie. Yeah. And I think Disney Parks visitors uh we we think that we are the big
1: the the big show we're the loudest
0: we're the loudest but we're I don't know what the percentages are but by percentage of everything revenue resources even as involved as the Disney parks are right Disney parks and resorts as part of Disney global as a corporation is not it's it's not even half like it's so so This idea that somehow that's going to be what he's going to focus on is kind of absurd. No, I, I think, think there's.
1: I think he's going to give the mic back to the right people. And Agreed. I think some things are going to change. I would love to see something done with the Stitches Great Escape building. Yeah,
0: I, I think that mostly, though, that's why Iger was brought back is I think to focus also, on Stitches Great Escape. That is, is the theory.
1: reason. So, uh, to finish my thought before, before you haters come for me, that. <laughs> um. That we are going to push away from Disney Plus a lot, like a lot. Yeah,
0: agreed. I think no, the I totally current agree.
1: things that are either in production or happen, you know, like the Daredevil series for Marvel. I'm a Marvel fan, so I think that'll still be made. Some weird series. I still need you to watch She-Hulk, Jen.
0: Okay, I will. Well, as our soon patrons as you watch also want. I don't know. Yeah, okay, I'll okay, trade you. That's a trade. That's a fair trade. Except for She-Hulk is like six episodes, isn't
1: it? Yeah, but they're all like 30 minutes each, so it's like two and a half hours. It's like a film. All
0: right, I can um, commit to that.
1: But uh, we're going to push. That's away a January from
0: that. thing, though. I can't do anything before
1: January. Oh yeah, I'm uh, rather. I feel you. Um, on top of it, I I want something done with that building because I I low key think it was supposed to. I I genuinely think it was supposed to be a Wreck-It Ralph ride, and we didn't get that. Well,
0: ride. it's a big building. There's a lot that could be done.
1: And it so. is. Let's bring back Alien Extraterrestrial. Don't you? Uh, mm. Oh, I love it. We love it. And then also, I just want to end on a good old happy note. That of course, happily ever after is coming back, which Jen and I have talked at lengths about it. Um, I'm excited. I love that. Honestly, I'm just excited for the song. Same. I just like, I just like the song. I don't really like yeah. care about fireworks. I just love the song. Yeah,
0: which, which honestly, I listen to on a fairly regular basis. So like I can
1: that. Do that. And the best part is Jen gets to sing along in her house, so she'd rather do that anyways. It's true. It's true. But she also gets to perform for the people. Uh, also, our patrons get ready because. That white Christmas tune is coming to you. Uh Dude. this look at Jen. She loves singing with me. She I do. Loves, I, I do, do.
0: I am I'm a little intimidated by the song that he gave me, but I'll be fine. It's gonna it's just, be so good. That there's a couple of notes in there, Liam, that I'm just not sure a
1: singer, you'll be fine. I'm sounding um, pretty.
0: The low stuff, I'm golden, but there's a couple of those higher notes that just are maybe not my best moment, but that's okay. Maybe you can. Uh, it's
1: all for the mix. It's all oh, for, the, for the general oh, mix sound. So you, please you get join in there us on... with some
0: garage band and make me sound better than I actually am.
1: Oh, I've got you, sister. Don't you want <laughs> me? Um, so please <laughs> join us on Patreon. We're doing some really cool things this holiday season. It helps support a uh, show and to actually make it happen. So we appreciate all of you so much. So much. Uh, Thank you, and, you guys. And follow us on Instagram at, at Unlimited Time magic. And we'll see you next week because I believe next week will be. Christmas? No.
0: No. No. Next week will be the week before Christmas.
1: Ah, I know. Get ready. Three minutes to Christmas.
0: You know what I want to do? You know what I want to do is our Christmas special. What? I mean, obviously for patrons, we're going to have a song, but I want us to do some uh, Disney Christmas trivia. So
1: maybe my friends comment down below on this video, on this episode. Do you want a trivia night? We'll invite some friends. We'll be stupid and we will aren't we stupid every week <laughs> but we'll invite our friends maybe a team jen and a team liam will invite some friends and yes. maybe play some trivia maybe do some giving back too and we'll have a little i love we'll it all, we'll all give some money back to a certain organization that we love i love uh, it but w- comment down below if you'd like that it's gonna be super fun but my friends we will see you next week have a Beautiful week on Main Street. We'll see you later. Love you. Another episode of Unlimited Time Magic is through. Please follow us on Instagram at no, Unlimited watch. Time Magic. Uh, support us on Patreon if you'd like to do that. Plenty of benefits. It's really, really great. And we're not on Main Street, but we will see you on Main Street. Look, Tao Uh oh, Nailed it!